Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. A day to recognize and give thanks for the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. A time to remember with gratitude Bill W., Dr. Bob, Sam Shoemaker, and those who came before them. For a moment, listen again to these scriptures. Isaiah 40, he gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Psalms 147, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. His understanding is beyond measure. The Lord lifts up the downtrodden. Mark 1, And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. Then, while it was still dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. 1 Corinthians 9. An obligation is laid on me, and woe to me if I do not proclaim the gospel. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to thee, O Lord, our strength, and our Redeemer. Amen. When Father Everett asked if I would consider giving a homily on Recovery Sunday, I was astonished, pleased, and honored. I was given only two admonishments, no longer than 15 minutes and no cussing. I promised Everett that I wouldn't cuss much. Then Everett said, you better write it down and forget your jokes. (laughs) He also tried to hide it from me before service. I locked it up. I thought that was pretty, pretty clever of him. At age 21, I began to use alcohol. By the time I was honorably discharged from the Army in the fall of 1970, with a good conduct ribbon, no less, and without having gone by the grace of God to Vietnam, I was drinking daily, often to excess. I began using marijuana 10 years later, and true to form, I became an excessive daily user. It must be explained that the reason I drank and used was for the effect, feeling okay just being Don, without self-consciousness, and with a sense of expansiveness, camaraderie, and happiness, the very thing I had been looking for. And thus began my descent into the disease of chemical dependency. Of course, many of those around me knew I was an alcoholic years before I did. (laughs) Funny, sad, and true. Please pay attention to this. Chemical dependency upon whatever substance is a disease. As such, there is no blame. It's not curable, but it's manageable. AA states three pertinent ideas. That we were alcoholic and could not manage our lives. That probably no human could have relieved our alcoholism. And that God could and would if he were sought. It was not until I accepted that I was an alcoholic as well as dependent on marijuana that I began to have a second spiritual awakening. 
What it was like to attend my first 12-step meeting is difficult to articulate. In a room full of smoke and the smell of strong, bitter coffee, men and women of all ages and walks of life introduced themselves. Then it was my turn. Hi, I'm Don, and I'm an alcoholic. What a gush of relief when they all answered, Hi, Don. After two decades of denial, while carelessly drinking and smoking my way to oblivion, I was home, welcomed, encouraged, included, and affirmed. Wow. I was able to see for myself God working in my life and the lives of others without the intervention of doctrine or dogma, without belief in Jesus or any other religious figures. All that was required was an acceptance of one's own powerlessness and a belief that a higher power, God if you will, could and would help if asked. I cannot, I cannot tell you how much this impacted me. Suddenly, God was alive and well in the world regardless of and in conjunction with organized religions of whatever stripe. And it is most interesting to me that the new inclusive gospel of Jesus drew me like a bee to honey. So here I am, 80 years young, a practicing Christian and confirmed member of the Episcopal Church and of this congregation. Jesus is my Lord to the exclusion of all others. This is not because I was dedicated to him as a toddler or baptized as a child or surrendered myself to ministry as a youth. Rather, I say that with these good faith efforts of family, church, and self, and with the help of the God of my, my understanding, I am a pilgrim on the road to Emmaus, and one committed to Jesus and his kingdom. I have experienced God working in my life when I accepted that such would not happen to me, and when I did not expect it to happen. I never once expected that the experience of surrendering to God's care, my favorite word, care, God's care, would have such a far-reaching result until one day while driving, which was my favorite occasion to use alcohol and marijuana, driving around, I noticed something was very different. The desire to use was gone. This internal, inescapable, essential element of my dependency was no more. Not through any effort or expectation or even request of my own. Simply gone. God was indeed working in my life. Twelve-step programs are about spiritual recovery. That is the sin qua non of this work. It is, it is, well, I'm lost, there it is. And it begins by admitting we are powerless. That's how it begins. Painful but necessary, powerlessness. It is this confessed and shared vulnerability that opens the self to the Almighty. Then and only then is one desperate enough to surrender 
to a higher power that will begin to restore us to sanity. This is the hallmark of AA. The 12-step program has had an unbelievable impact on the faith of the Western world, reaching out to those who once hid their addiction, diseases, in embarrassment and shame, giving them at no financial cost, kind of like the gospel, it's free, at no financial cost, a means to address seemingly insurmountable problems in the company of fellow pilgrims with the same disease, bringing them to the presence of God. Richard Rohr writes, the spirituality of AA will go down in history as the significant and authentic American contribution to the history of spirituality. Yet, as repeated at the beginning of every meeting, AA is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organization, or institution. Some other items of 12-step programs to mention. There are two books written more than a half century ago that are essential to 12-step work. First, I draw your attention to the 12 by 12, as it's known, the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Alcoholics Anonymous, steps and traditions. This was a useful roadmap and textbook for my recovery. With the help of a wonderful sponsor, I began to work the steps in order, slowly, one by one, taking it one day at a time and not getting too hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. I have to add that step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves, is a far reach for most of us. This is why having a sponsor is invaluable. Someone who is in recovery, who has worked and continued to work the steps themselves. Someone you can trust for guidance and confidentiality, the closest thing to a priest that AA has. One of the, the traditions is as follows. AA is a program of attraction, not promotion. It's not something to be sold or touted or advertised or even really talked about too much. I guess today is the exception. Clubhouses are to be found in many towns and throughout all cities, yet they have no billboards, placards, or signs. They are unassumingly located where you least expect them. In fact, they are in many churches just like ours. We host a meeting each Sunday and Thursday night at 7 o'clock. As one of my sponsors said, go to a meeting and see if they have something you want. The friend who took me to my first AA meeting died of alcoholism several, several years later. But oh, the difference he has made for me. So nothing is wasted, nor as it first might seem. The second book is entitled simply Alcoholics Anonymous, also known as the big book. It tells the story of AA's beginnings, in the conception of the 12 steps, along with stories of those who have benefited thereby. Included in the big book are the promises for those who are working the steps to the best of their ability. 
Listen to these. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door upon it. We will comprehend that word serenity and we will know peace. We will see how our experiences can benefit others. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. How much more attractive could a way of life be? The 12 steps mirror our Christian practices of confession, atonement, prayer, meditation, and the desire and effort to do God's will. And then something akin to the presence of the Holy Spirit within each of us begins to be realized. What more can I say? Yes, I am a grateful alcoholic. Lastly, I turn to the 12th step. Not really a surprise if you have some familiarity with, with Scripture. Listen up. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of this step, these steps, we tried to carry this message to other alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. This one, about be, this one is about being a witness of our own experiences sharing them with other fellow diseased and helpless folk while continuing to practice the steps. This is how we maintain our sobriety. Taking the message and not perfecting, but practicing the principles. A quick story before closing. At a meeting I attended while working in Oklahoma City, a man came whose very being radiated a humble sobriety and a wonderful, glowing spirituality. He would always introduce himself with his first name, followed by a grateful alcoholic. He shared that every Friday evening he spent several hours at the crisis center of the OU Medical Center. This is where all indigent, Mental health and substance abuse patients who were in crisis were brought either by ambulance, the police, or the fire department. There he did 12-step work with all that came. He said, I know of none of them who are sober today. Then he added, I don't go over there each week for them. I go for me. Amen.